Hi, welcome to our podcast. It's Sarah. Nick. And Mitch. And we're here to talk about a uh, JKU ton swap today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hopefully we'll be talking about a JK ton swap here shortly, but we'll see how it goes. I'm trying. I can only do so much. But uh, my 2011 was uh, transitioned yeah. to much better axles. So we heard last episode. Last, year? last episode, the trials and tribulations of trying to strengthen a Dana 30. Yes, we definitely. combo. For a heavy Jeep. For a heavy Jeep. Yeah. She birthed as a heavy girl. But um, I was just trying to think when we did it. Was it? It wasn't last summer, was it? No, oh, it was the summer before. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, that's what I mean. It's Yeah, it was just after we moved because... Yeah. Yeah, because you weren't here. I know. 35,000K ago? Yeah, 36. It was more than 35 because it's... um, Yeah. A lot of K. A lot of K. A lot of K on that for a sucker. <laughs> The trip to Shelburne covered all of that, so that's not... Um. <laughs> Anyways, we are totally going off a topic here. Yeah. So we did the one-ton swap. So, okay, first off, what was the point that you decided, like, you know what? We're going to dive in. We're going to do the one-tons. Was it when you snapped the 30? So or... There was a lot of discussion, and I, I, like, I can't say it was decided in a day. By any stretch of the imagination. Well, it doesn't like, seem like something that would be decided in a day. But. You no, know, but I mean, it yeah. wasn't an easy decision mm-hmm. for us. And it wasn't like we didn't just step right to there. Because we talked about finding a shell of a Dana 30 and just storing my inners in it. Putting hubs on it. Putting hubs on it so we alleviated the tent. Like, we alleviated the locker constantly being on, <clears> making yeah. it a bit more drivable and stuff like that. We talked about doing that. And then we were talking about, you were like, well, we'll have to run different hubs for the front compared to the rear. We'll be running eight bolts compared to the five. And it was just, it was a lot. Everything steamrolled because you think of it as a pair. Mm-hmm. You have your front axle. Okay, let's make that strong. Well, now the rear. Well, the rear is pretty strong, but let's make it stronger. Well, that's going to, why not just put a bigger axle in? Mm-hmm. Well, you were just like, well, why don't we just put a Super Duty in the front? Yeah. And then we'll just get rid of the issue. The 44 is strong enough. And I was like, yeah, but I just... I I felt like it was really, I felt disjointed about the whole thing, and I yeah. felt like there was going to be, so I have a lot more strength in the rear, and now, the or sorry, in the front, and now the rear has become the weak point. Yes. Yeah. And then you're going to be limited to 37s? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was different bolt patterns, or we have to use adapters or something like that, and it just, we just kind of really didn't decide, but we, uh, we actually found some YouTube videos and a lot of Facebook groups, and we kind of got um, really researching it. And, and then figuring found, out how yeah. easy, or sorry, not financially easy, yeah. labor intensive. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was outrageously labor intensive. Oh god, it was months. Yeah, because we um, because Res- we you research so you would go forward. Getting the housings is the easy part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, buying the axles is the cheapest, easiest part yeah. of the entire scenario. Here, take my money. I'll take this home. <laughs> yeah. Those trucks are plentiful. There's good strength in them. And I'll get my clueless friend to help me unload. <laughs> these are very heavy yeah <laughs> no i think the fact that you came over and you had left boxes so for the longest time we had everything squirreled away in the basement yeah here and then i think you left the trust kit or something outside something barnes related no it was something tmr related and it had like a clear label of what it was and, it and was you were just like oh what's that and you fed him the most bullshit lie i don't even i think i had that. ever heard you were just like 
oh yeah, you know, I heard that if you do this for this and it works with the, the Dana 80 because we were doing the, this axle swap on chippers. That was a really busy year for us in doing yeah, axle was. swaps. Yeah, I just can't get enough gear. Yeah. Yeah, so we did the 80 and everything like that. And you said something about the brackets or something like that would have helped it for this. And you were like, Seems plausible, and yeah. we continued on. <laughs> Whatever, right? Because, <laughs> I, like, I came in, and I was like, you almost fucking blew the cover. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it, is, it is hilarious that we ended up keeping this all kind of undercover, brother. Well, we kept it undercover for a lot of reasons. I, uh, You and I decided how we were going to build it, and we knew if we... Started to include yourself and everybody else. We're... Not necessarily just you guys, but, like... More and more people that got everybody. Involved. Everybody has their own ideas of how you should do it and, and this how and it shouldn't be this. Yeah. And why did you yeah. go with this brand? And I would no, have I done it this way. With that. So yeah. it was why uh, waste your money? It's too yeah. much work. Yeah. Why would you buy that tire? That's why would you big. do that on a daily? All uh, these we actually, yeah. I was just saying that was probably the most common that we kept hearing over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is why would you do it to your daily? And oh, I wouldn't have done it this way. And that's that's why we kept it yeah. quiet because no, we I wanted to build the build the way we wanted to have it built. We didn't. We knew it was going to be a stressful endeavor, and yeah. we didn't want the, extra stress. Oh, we didn't want the fifty opinions. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so I just uh, for I've, the for the times it would have been great to have your help. Yeah. Oh, moving it and stuff like that, and all just oh, hold this bracket, or hey, do you want to just even give us a hand with the kids? You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, even uh, yeah, doing know. the arms and stuff like that too was a uh, a big deal. You yeah, know, chasing the threads, hard no. to find a left hand. What one one by one quarter or something? I forget how many. It's like one and a quarter by eight or one and a quarter by seven threads, like something weirdness. Yeah, that's when you turn to McMaster Car. Oh, fair. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I was just saying we did a lot of a lot of things that were constantly like it did require two people for a lot of it, and you and I spent a lot of nights outside working, yeah. grinding, cutting, smoothing, painting. Yeah, we did. We tried to do most of the cutting. At night when we used torches and stuff yeah. like that. We did all the grinding during the day. Just so loud. Yeah, you did. we did belt Did sanding. you have an oxycetylene torch here or did you do oxypropane? Eventually we did oxypropane. Yeah. I was just saying. But I think my tip wasn't working good or something. So you had issues with your tips and I think we borrowed the neighbors. Yeah. Because the uh, tips we had weren't working. And it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, I bought a used set and stuff and I was yeah, so excited. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, no plasma or nothing. Right no. Now. Okay, but, so uh, I think we're f- a little ahead of ourselves. So what axles did you buy like obviously uh, 60 14 bolt yep. but like yeah. what what year of yeah so, so 05 to 10 was our 11 05 to 10 or 05 to 11 was the front end depends on the bracket so it's steering related stuff. okay so super duty 2500 mm-hmm. 3500 was the window with that style of everything that style brakes you know eight boat wheels non-dually um yeah I was, I was just saying non-dually for the track width or so i don't know if how much it differs but they have adapters on the outside and we weren't sure if the adapter used a short stud to bolt on or a long stud oh, okay so we're like you know what they make lots of 2500s or sorry f250s yeah let's just look for one of those yeah, yeah. and they eventually came out of a cn truck <clears throat> okay so it yeah. had uh, it had we changed the ball joints anyway but it had fairly decent ball joints it had fairly decent brakes yeah Are still using the calipers or i I think we used the rotors. I think we turned them. Yeah, and then they we just needed a scuff like they were. No, but we ended up, uh, I think, two or three months in, we changed the rotors out because they warped. Oh. After being used again. I remember them warping. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. And Because we switched. That's pretty common when brake 
rotors sit for a while and then I all of a sudden start getting used again yeah because it's yeah. just it's just like saturated i guess yeah and the rear so that the end of the, the front was either an 05 or it was either oh yeah it was an 06 i said i think an and 06. i think the rear we thought was an 06 but it turned out to be an 07 um disc brake 14 volt Oh, uh, what's the difference between 06 and 07? So we found out it's we the rotor. <laughs> it's the rotor. Yeah, rotor there. diameter inside the hub. So the oh. hub is a larger... I was just say the hub is like, you You didn't take off that much. It was uh, only a couple like, of thou. No, it was, yeah, 30 or 40 thou. Like, oh, okay. And yeah. I think I just, the local guy, machine guy, just took a bore and just poured it out for me. Yeah. Because you were trying to figure out how you were going to do it and when you were going to be able to get a shop time with lace yeah. so you could do it yourself. And But the everything else fit just perfectly and like it didn't have to take any changes. So, so and, then, and really the reason why I went with those axles was uh, proven strength and affordability, like just in sense. Yes, yeah. Uh, afford it, like when you talk about $5,000 for 4500 bucks, whatever, for one of those good solid aftermarket 44 centers. Yeah. You know, it puts the 30 stuff on the outside. Yeah. I don't even, that must include the gears or something. I don't even know if that includes I them. think so. And I think it's extra if you want a locker. Wow. Yeah. Because well. you can, you specify your gear, your gear ratio. Okay. So that would have been a fairly simple swap. Yeah. You know, do it in an afternoon. Yeah. But uh, but I think once we found out the strength and the, the size of tire you wanted to go and getting the belly up and then, of course, well, snowballs from there. Yeah, yeah. Say, the size of the tire, because we agreed we were going to go 37s. That was what we started off with. We're like, we're going to stick with 37s. We don't need to make it any higher. And then you and I were looking at tire prices. And 37s and 40s for the same price. Yeah, or very similar. Oh, so why not go bigger? Well, exactly. Yeah. That was his response. And He's if, like, you're, if you're already doing the tons, then what does it matter? Exactly. That was your comment. You're <laughs> like, well, we're already here. Um, the one when we went to go, because we originally wanted to go with the Maxis. Yeah. And they were the same price. Maxis racers, yeah. Yeah. From 37s to 40s, they were the same price. I guess 37s were really popular at the time, yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Rubicon can throw 37s on and... Go yeah. go party, yeah. So you know, and then we uh we couldn't find any Maxis, and then that's when we went to uh, a local company and we were able to uh, get our Toyos. The Toyos, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which they go down the road smooth. They go down yeah. the road really smoothly. I'm actually yeah. surprised how quiet I've, they are and the drivability. Yeah, I I've ran open countries in the past, and yeah. they were really nice for a mud tire, and lasted long too. I was just saying, minor like the tread wear was just phenomenal. Well, mm. look at Chips. <clears throat> chips yeah. is running tires. Yeah. The tires are uh, drying, <laughs> dry oh, rotting yeah. away, but the tread's still yeah. there. Going back to chalk, yeah. Well, like I got on mine, I, I, I must have got 110,000. <laughs> and then my bro and then I gave them to my brother and he put another hundred thousand on them. Well it's like my They're dad. bald as hell now, like they're sitting up in the in the field out back, but still incredible life. Yeah. <laughs> well even uh, look at my dad's tires when he was Same running thing. the Toyos. Yeah. We ran them down to Florida and back. That was a lot on my Jeep with stock axles, stock gearing, yeah. everything yeah. like that. That was a hard thirty five inch E rated. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. But uh, but yeah, so just quickly going back, so really when we started looking at the axles uh, the price point for the strength, the added size of the big brake kit, we had to go for gears anyway, um, the availability of the locker, we could figure out the steering, we knew we wanted drive shafts anyway with a lift kit, yeah. and then once we got into the lift kit, that was a bit of a snowball, because there was some spe speculation speculation on if an off-the-shelf kit would fit, mm -hmm. and uh, I think as we've discussed in the past, when you think about uh, the different joints that are available, um, the open joints, like we ended up going with, yeah. Or some of the other ones that are sealed joint, we're just like, oh shoot, you know, like, do they work? Okay, well the sealed joints have to work together. 
Is the mounting points for the lower control arm, are they too wide for the steel joints? Like, that was a, it was a bit of a debate. So I was I'll, even thinking brand. Like, you and I were looking at just, like, as you say, like, over-the-counter ones that you just, you just go to the, your nearest aftermarket store and buy a lift kit. Yeah. You know, and I um, remember I convinced you. I was like, so I saw this really cool video, and we can do a long arm kit. And I'm like, and then my Jeep will be like, your Jeep, we should totally do a long arm kit. And you're like, hey, <laughs> we're so deep into this axle swap. I um, I don't want to do a long arm kit. Let's just keep the standards trans. Let's just keep the stock suspension for right now. Then we'll look into lift kits, or we'll look into something like this. You looked into some different brands, and I'm like, or we do a long arm. Or we do a long arm. <laughs> And it, it was a lot. And I remember trying to convince you, and I'm like, look, they have this kit. We can do most of the metal here in Canada because we did have to order some stuff from this. We had to order the joints and the cross member yeah. and the one bent arm we ordered. Yeah, the rear upper. I don't like, yeah, exactly, the rear upper. But other than that, we ordered, trim. yeah, all the other stuff we ordered from here. Yeah, all the Like tubes. all the tubes and everything like that was all done here. Our steering was all done here. We did all the tubes and stuff like that. We just ordered the joints. Yeah. Um, you did a lot of work in the shop machining all the uh the arms and everything like that and welding the uh the bungs in and yes. really if you ever have a chance to take a look at my arms i'm not sure if you ever have mm -hmm. they're gorgeously done mm -hmm. oh, I, I love them. them so dragged them on some rock even i i'm, I'm usually pretty good i try not to the real them. test will be whenever you set it on a rock true mm. slip over yeah We've done it a few times because my suspension is so soft that yeah. if you go up and you, um, like if you go up a little bit of speed and you kind of like have that like hop, it'll actually bottom <clears throat> out and it'll be like this far off the ground when you get out and look at it and you're like, what the? No, that's just how much my suspension moves. <laughs> I do like riding in yours because it's nice and soft. Oh yeah. When uh, Gary hopped in my Jeep and he drove it around the, uh, the street the one day mm -hmm. and he's like, this does not feel like a jeep on 40s and tons no he's like it's gorgeously smooth yeah it's quiet yeah and he's like this is a really nice jeep it's a hybrid mall, mall crawler it is my hybrid mall crawler <laughs> i sneak up on people yeah i have actually started my jeep with it running you go to try <laughs> yeah i yeah. have he was running and uh we had red with us <laughs> And you guys are all like, oh, nah, nah, nah. And, I was, and I was like, oh gosh, they're waiting for me to move. And my Jeep just clicks, by the way. Oh, it's it, doesn't, just, it doesn't try and engage the No, it's no. just like, you're stupid. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm running. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and they make fun of my mole crawler nest, but you know, my hybrid can sneak up on anybody in the wild. <laughs> it's true. No, I, uh, I do, I have to admit, I do like that fact about my Jeep. But, uh, we changed out the hubs, the front hubs, because one, one was kind of frozen up. <clears throat> but we didn't do that right away. We did that a while. After a couple runs. After a couple runs when I was running in two-wheel drive because I, we couldn't get that one hub to, to, oh, to so engage. Oh, you've, so you've solved that problem? Oh, yeah. We solved yeah, that okay. um, probably within a few months of us running. <clears throat> well, we solved the hub engaging problem. Yeah. And then there's still the, you got to sort of turn it and clock it so it engages. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not something that... That's yeah. kind of a Ford thing, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. But you and I are talking about doing bearings in that in the front end. And yeah, just just kind of going through it. Did, did the axle come with auto hubs? Like yes. the vacuum? Yeah. Yeah. So is I, there a way you can hook up the... Uh, is there a way you could hook up the vacuum system I'm sure, for? I'm sure you could. I don't know how you would do it, but I'm sure you could. But just like snip and throw it away? There, uh, we just we ended up plugging it. I forget what else went in there. We I think we just plugged it. Plugged it, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, al- it always fails anyway. Uh, I, Only uh, when you need it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, think about the build that I have right now, you know? I have, um, like, I have the manual hubs. Mm-hmm. My locker is cable-driven. In theory. Okay. So, <laughs> to touch on that briefly, my locker is a Bluetooth locker. The locker is in. We have not... I guess in two years, we really need to get that sorted right away. In two years, we have not run the cable for the locker. Do you have the cable? Absolutely. And a sweet little shifter. And And a sweet little awesome shifter. Um, We need to spend the time and actually run it. (laughs) We should add that to our to-do list of things. Got another car now. (laughs) My girlfriend, uh, uh, yesterday, she messaged me and she's like, oh, so are your Jeeps all ready for the first run of the year? Actually, I was here when she did that. Hmm? No, no, no. This was like last night. Well, she met, messaged you yesterday when I was here. Okay, well, either Anyways. way, she asked me if everything was done. And uh, I sent her back the Jafar reel from Disney where he s- shoots out this huge long list <laughs> of what needs to be done to the Jeep. And I was like, ha ha! All right. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's how we roll but here. Is but it, is it need, want, should? Or just don't need? <sighs> That list, yeah, that encompasses everything. Yeah, I was just because the open diff is fine for the most of the trails we run. Yeah, it's just that when you need it and you're hanging a tire, and that oh, when I need to, uh, you know, show two doors how it's done. That's when I uh, really need that little. I'm not yeah, you the need the extra parts to to do it. <laughs> in all fairness, uh, playing in that mud, yeah, north there, mm-hmm. that would have been a nice time out. Mm. Mm. Oh, he posted about me today. Rude. Pulling Actually, if I remember right, it wasn't you that was driving. No, I wasn't driving. Time. I think that was when Mitch tried to roll my Jeep. Yeah. Hey, if you were driving, you would have gone through, right? No, I'm just... <laughs> you almost rolled my Jeep. <laughs> Actually, if you look at the video I posted, um, it wasn't that bad until I started pulling on you. And then it... Unloaded. It more, yeah. But anyways... I, I can't remember which one it was. or I think it was in that situation... Where I think I had gotten out and Mitch had tried to like back up and do again, and you hear him, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Just like you can see, oh, like you're yeah. just like, yeah, I was I'm freaking out. You, and you were freaking out, and I'm like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And you're totally like, it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, we made it through. That was, but yeah, like um, we went with five thirty eights. Yep, ox locker cable. Ox locker cable what locker. Breed of uh, gear set. You going? No. No, there was there was a couple different kinds. They were like a rock auto special. Oh, yeah. SKF just... bearings throughout because that was just my thing. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm I... trying to remember what the box looks like because I've moved it a few times. Because it has the stock gears in it. Okay. Because we're pack rats. Yeah. That's well, what we do. That's... I have all the stock gears. There was, there was... <laughs> I have the stock gears. Were they the matched that? No. 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 Three seven threes and four tens, right? Yeah, four tens in the rear yeah. and then three seven threes in the Ford. Yeah. But um oh, does that mean it shut off? That one shut off, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's its limit. So we, we have, have one we camera have, shut off. Yeah, we have trying a new thing because we lost a bunch of video in the last episode. So, so we now we have missed. all the cameras. We have all the cameras. <laughs> Everything's being recorded now. Yeah. There is nothing getting away. I think it was uh, there was two. There was a Richmond gear that might have been in the front. And then uh, a lower line Yukon. They have like a secondary line mm-hmm. that we found on yeah. Rock Auto. Yeah. Before all the prices went crazy, we ended up buying everything. Yeah. yeah. And in all fairness, you're not going to be... <laughs> I said in all fairness, not to be fair. <laughs> Anyways, you're not stressing it 
the same as it would if it was in its intended purpose. You're not pulling 13,000 pound trailer, you're not. So you're you know? not seeing the same heat. Yeah. yeah. And the beauty of the 14, I don't know if we're gonna touch on this, but um, the pattern and the backlash, the best, I've never done better. Oh yeah? He got it on the first try. Oh wow, that's yeah. a, that's a I was wild, like, uh, I was wild like, difference from the 44. He does weigh more than a duck. He is not a witch. I've tested this many times. So he's the, not a witch. He's not the, a wizard. To be fair, though. I've, to be fair. To be fair. I have heard that 14s are fairly easy-ish to set up. Yeah. If uh, And we didn't change anything in the rear other than the gears. like. Yeah, gears and uh, the bearing got all... Or sorry, the pinion got all fresh bearings. Mm -hmm. And because we were using the rear carrier, yeah. uh, we saved the bearings <laughs> for when the locker is finally released. Yeah. We were hoping that Ox comes out with a 14 bolt locker yeah. in the rear so we can run front and rear yeah. cable driven. I do right now you've got to go walk in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I really just to go back to touch on the Ox and why we went with the Ox is because I just, I have an issue with air because mm -hmm. I'm always hearing about airlines crimping or getting a leak yeah. or just like, just an issue. Well, think about it. How often do you use your locker? Like if you had a selectable locker, how often would Honestly, you use it? I probably wouldn't use it that much. Maybe for the trails that we run, if we did greens and forest regularly, you might use it four times a year. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe four, five. Yeah, maybe, maybe a couple more because it's there, so you, you might as well. But I was just saying, we tried out different obstacles just yeah. to see the um, the difference. But so all. whenever you've got, whenever you're relying on on an airline being good, that's yeah. not something that you check regularly. And when you do check it. It's when you need it. Exactly. And even um, thinking electronics, we've, I've been in a few Jeeps that are electronic and like, mm -hmm. is it is it on? Is it not? Yeah. Like, is it, it's just saying. Is there. it engaged? Is it's it not? It's angry Should flashing. I, yeah. Like, do I sit here and wait for it? Should I start and, trying to move forward, spin the gear, bang, oh shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it didn't really kind of sit well with us plus the cost of everything. But you and I really liked the Ox Locker and uh, we have that little... Um, I call it the bolt, but I guess, is that kind of like a correct term, do you think, for it? Yeah, like a, yeah, exactly, just a spring detent that locks the collar in place. Okay. Which locks all the little, I don't know, cogs. Yeah. So then it is locked. But uh, the mistake I made was I didn't uh, put it in right away, or didn't put grease in right away. So mm -hmm. it actually got a little rusty. It's uh, just cast steel, yeah, cast iron. Yeah, so. That's meant to be bathed in oil, right? This one is outside. Oh, it's outside? Yeah. So it's got this little pin that goes right through the cover. It's oh. genius design. It's sealed. Oh, it's really cool. Oh, for the cable. Mm -hmm. gotcha, yeah, so the gotcha. cable or the air or the electronic solenoid will act upon that. Okay. So it just so happens the cable is the, is the standard yeah. fare, standard offering. And you and I thought about it. It'd be kind of neat because you might be able to feel mechanically a little bit of the interference mm -hmm. or the engagement. Yeah. So We always figured if we had any issues that we have that bolt to put in. Yeah. And run that locker out if we I had think, any issues. I think yeah. it's a straight pipe thread. Okay. Like a, I don't know for sure, but it, it feels to me like a something that I could get a tap for. Yeah. Okay. We'd have, <laughs> we have to take a look at it and pull it out. It's in the Jeep. It's been sitting in the Jeep the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah. So that would be kind of cool to run that. And now, uh, does that ratchet at all whenever... And it's, locked. it's locked it's locked it's, so it's either spool or or <clears throat> so yeah so there's no oops i forgot my locker's locked no uh, you're pushing through a corner or yeah. busting a hub like yeah <laughs> don't say things like that. but when uh when it comes to your time with the locker though yeah think about how many times in the winter time where you'd rather just have 
the two-wheel drive, like the two-wheel paw, and just start walking the corners. Mm-hmm. As it is now with that GovLock, it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. Well, my Jeep doesn't really have enough power to uh, engage any- the uh, GovLock. Not even engage the GovLock. I do have a few instances where the GovLock hits, and it's really odd times, and it's not under not a lot of pressure. Not when you would expect it. Right? Yeah. Like, 14-volt mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You know, but, um, like, I can't... I That's can't really G80 things. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can't really drift the Jeep anymore. Like, no. I just don't have enough power to turn. To turn everything. And also, too, I'm, every shift's a cliffhanger. I'm yeah, really trying hard no, not to yeah, beat on the transmission. Yeah. So, I mean, like, realistically, do I go over 3,500 RPM at mm-hmm. any point in time? No. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's time for to uh, use a nautical term, a repower. <laughs> <laughs> a marine upgrade. Yeah. Well, a marine upgrade would Ooh, be quite nice. A marine LS would be sweet. I'm not doing an LS. I'm diesel. A marine, a marine Cummins would be nice too. That's true. Yeah. Oof. But that's a whole different other thing <laughs> of like yeah. engine swaps and everything like that. But no, the real linchpin is is that we had that whole thing of the 30 being our weak point. Yeah. And it was one of those things that it was, what, what could we do to fix that? We looked into 30s and we're like, okay, so if we do the 30 again. We just get a bare housing, which you can get fairly cheap. I've yeah. seen them up for like hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, if that's the case, we throw all our inners into it. We throw all the pieces in, and then what? A few months down the road, or break it again in a different situation. Yeah. So why did you do ton instead of a forty-four? Just cost. Cost. Because that's my biggest thing. Whenever I'm thinking about my Jeep and what I want to do to it, is why I want tons instead of forty-four. Is because I can get two one-ton axles for the. Same price for cheaper than I can get a forty-four. Yeah. Now I have to put more into the one tons, but I, I end up with a better. Yeah. I guess when you think of it this way, uh, say for instance, the take of forty-four, it's got locker, it's got gears, yeah, you know, and it bolts in. And and like you said, thirty sevens. And your Jeep on thirty sevens is an absolute monster. Yeah. Four inch lift thirty sevens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look out. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it was a weight thing. Yeah. We figured out the added weight of the four door. And, uh, and really, I, I guess we were going to go that route anyway. We want a little more gear. 37s would have been just fine. But uh, I guess the added excitement yeah. of having a little extra room for air. And, yeah. and if they ever wanted to go for a bigger tire. And in all fairness. If we wanted to go for a bigger tire, yeah. we to go for a bigger build, we already had a solid foundation. Yeah, well, like you can run 42s forward. on yours, no problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Until so something breaks. 50 some, put some Michelins on. Yeah. Just keep getting bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah. No, well, I said, I was like, when we did the first swap, when we re-geared and everything like that, I'm like, I'm never going bigger than 35s. <laughs> and then uh, you were like, 37s. I'm like, oh, babe, do we really need 37s? Boom, 40s. Yeah. And then, like, the other day, uh, I was looking at um, one of the Instagram accounts that we follow as a, a group, um, Psycho Cupcake. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. like... Oh, yeah, I watched... Was it her progression? I don't know which one. one. It, there was just one did, video. She did one of her progression of, over the years. Oh, I just. how she got to where she is. It was pretty sweet. I saw her 42s and I was like. Ooh. <laughs> oh, maybe. And then I was like, well, my 40s could go to Mitch for the Cherokee. Are they? And I Aren't could get... 42s trapadors? Yes, they are trapadors. You don't want those on the road. Bias. <laughs> Nick's just like oh you don't. God. You don't want the four. You don't want the trepidors. No, no, you don't want them because they'll be gone. Three trips out to the barn, they'll be worn off. D shape in the morning yeah. and burnt by afternoon. <laughs> but sweet, totally sweet. Oh, yeah. absolutely oh God, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely not in the cards right now for us. I'm happy the way she behaves. Yeah. And if, oh, I, if anything, I could just spoke on it. The daily driving factor of those forties. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's get rid of it as a daily driver, like get a different daily driver. And, and ton it and then yeah. have to look for another daily driver and then it's the same ton it same. and then another daily. Oh, Jesus. Just, well, if I, whenever I eventually either ton or do 44 or whatever, it's, it's probably the Mickey Thompson, the Baja XS, are they? <laughs> Yeah. Now you're talking. Just oh, all yeah. the noise. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful tire. Yeah. Nothing spells I'm ready for off-road than those tires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, those kryptonites, eh? Those uh, all-American kryptonite tires. Oh, yeah. Just weapons. Yeah. Old I school, go old school, get some pit bulls. Now, I've heard that those are very heavy, mm-hmm. and they take a lot of axle. Oh, yeah. So, Yeah. anything so anything's a possibility i I just wanted to go back to some of the issues that we had um with the axles and stuff like that some of the we learned a lot yeah innuendos building those axles a whole bunch of different things as you said like little tiny facts of like the hub difference in size so so start at the front so at the very front is steering yes Um, as, as common as these swaps are you have to be mindful of what you're doing and, and like the steps you're going to go. So there's different companies that, because it's super duty, very common, right? Mm-hmm. There's different companies that make, um, you know, you would mill the right side uh, knuckle and you'd bolt this arm on. Or you can get a whole new on knuckle. Okay, that's fine. Uh, if you run the stock steering, that's a nice nice factory width. But then you have to have something that goes up the steering box. Okay, and the steering box is one thing. Well, whereabouts is your track bar going to mount? It's like all these things. Mm-hmm. So... There'd be times where I'm doing this research, you're doing this research, we're, we're shooting the breeze, we're back and forth, and okay, well, this option is good and strong, this option is a little bit more expensive, this option is going to be great. Oh, well, what about things that we found out after? Okay, mm-hmm. ball joint eliminators. That's a down-the-road thing. Well, we talked about ball joint eliminators. It was something that we discussed during, and it was more like the cost, the availability. You have to remember, we were building this at the height of COVID, mm-hmm. too, and it was yeah. like price, availability, if yeah. we're going to be able to get it done this year. And, and they were a little bit new, too. We didn't really know yeah. what. And we were just like, this thing is primarily a, a everyday driver. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then a family we, truckster. Yeah. We take it to go places. That's how it is. So, yeah. uh, so okay. So, well done steering. Okay. That's an easy option. That's something that's available. You know, you just you heat up the cast. You weld it all together. You got yeah. you, you know mill it out straight. You put these great big bolts in. And, uh, and you're good. Well, then you have your options, like the different openings of where... The uh, the hind joint goes. Yeah. And you're like hind joint on a daily driver? I guess so. Yeah. Keep them loose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you say to yourself, okay, depending on where these go and how they match up to the track bar for, for the drag link. Yeah. Uh, t- you know, the steering, the tie rod, that's one thing. But the drag link and the track bar have to match for yes. the best results. Yeah. But um, when things when you start looking at all this stuff, you're okay. Well, is this going to be in double shear, like in the best possible spot? Okay, what about axle placement? And then as we found that just because everything lines up in one facet, next thing you know, that tie rod's hitting the, the freaking steering box. I was just saying, I was just going to touch on that. Our tie rod actually yeah, still hits the yeah. steering and box. Then, and then you're like, well, well, now what's the option? Oh, well, offset hymes. Okay, well, offset hymes will get you about halfway out the sector shaft. Well, now you got to pump the axle forward. Well, pumping yeah. the axle forward, you got to get make sure your, your caster's back in I was going to say, like, how do you set your caster whenever you're doing stuff like that? I was just saying, it's not like going to be... Oh, and then here we go. Here's something I just remembered. So something we didn't uh, didn't think about until after was um, clearance to the uh, front cover, the differential cover. Yeah. You know, okay, so you yeah. steer. Okay, that's one thing. That's fine. Yeah. But what about the track bar? Because when you're articulated, 
And as it is now, where the axle is sitting, and one of the reasons why we didn't kick the axle forward initially mm -hmm. was because the track bar, uh, is that the, that's, the, that's, the, that's an aftermarket one we built. Yeah, all of it's aftermarket. Yeah, so the rear we used the stock one. Yeah. Stock out of the Jeep or stock out of the... It was a stock replacement, so it was one that was adjustable, I think. For the rear, yeah, but no, like the front's all, is all us. Yeah, so as a result, if we kick the axle forward, we got to change a different track bar. Oh. Because the track bar has to have that little hump in it to make, to make room. So that'll be fine, and then everything else will follow, and then, of course, we'll put the different steering box in. Yeah. And then, of course, again, another thing, the factory JK Pitman arm has a slight hook to whichever side, left or right. So if you incorporate that, <laughs> you build your drag link <laughs> to that size, you get it all perfect, and then you go to one side, it doesn't go all the way, you're like, oh, that's kind of strange. Yes. <laughs> go to the other side, and it turns crazy sharp, <laughs> and you're like, what is this? And then after you know the problem, then you go online, and then you're able to say, is this common? Everyone's like, yes, that is very <laughs> common. I was just saying, it's just to jump the stud. you got to change the master spline on the... There's uh, a lot of different uh, finessing things that yeah. they've learned. Yeah. Um, oh, we could help somebody, no problem. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I have talked to people who are considering doing 10 swaps, you know, and um, that was one of the things of like, all right, well, you know, someone's driving my Jeep, take a left, take a right. What the? Yeah. Let's... Yeah. Uh, so, do you see the difference in between the two? Turning into parking lots cannot be a lot of fun sometimes. Mm. One goes arguably just a touch too far, and the other one's <coughs> limited. Exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, that's just the front, and uh, and surprisingly, it goes down the road all right. But see, we haven't had any issues with the front. <gasps> yeah. The uh, it's against a three link in the front. Yeah. So it's got the right side has the upper link, all quarter wall, it's two inch dom, right? We had to replace the, yeah. um, the way our suspension set up, we had to replace the cross member, which allowed us, we had that gas tank skid plate that was sitting around uh, for the longest time. And finally, when we had to do the uh, cross member, you're like, all right, well, we should probably do the gas tank as well. And we did that skid plate and we welded on the rear arms. Remember that? The brackets? Yeah, the lower, the lower arm brackets. Yeah. And I remember you welded it on and like, I walked by and I'm like... <sighs> Somebody Nick's, can see. I'm like, Nick's going to notice this. They're Nick's going to be like, what's this? What What is this? <laughs> and like, we, because we had gone, we, we were going wheeling and you had it all painted and everything yeah. like that. It was black. And the whole entire day I was like, let's just not look at my Jeep. And I was just like, hurry along, Nick, somewhere else. <laughs> and um, I yeah, did not you, notice. you I'm never not, noticed it. I'm not the most observant fellow, I will admit. Well, and really you're not expecting that either. Like you're well, not saying like, oh, someone's no. doing undercover brother long arm thing. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> But yeah, so the, the upper one was welded in, the lowers were welded in, and uh, I don't know if we had done the front lowers, but definitely had to do the upper in, in situation. Same thing. I think thing. it was just the upper that you did while you were doing the install. Yeah, and then same thing with the, um, the axle brackets, the mm -hmm. upper axles on both sides. We had to weld them in place because you wanted to make sure that your axles were kept kicked back far enough then you rotated them to have a good pit and pit one arm and you had sorry, to cut out angle. some of the you had to cut out stock arms so it wasn't anything we could do ahead of time yeah yeah it's amazing the amount of stuff you're like oh this would be a quick install and we're driving over there my pickup truck full of everything i could think of yeah i had the trailer on my jeep i thought it was actually funny she was hauling her own uh her own <laughs> shoes because yeah i had the those um, axles were heavy enough that with <laughs> just nothing super duty wheels and tires on it the, the 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 trailer the little like hobby trailer that was it meant was for like a lawn tractor yeah. was dying. Oh yeah, and it was. And those what? are just two axles. Yeah. Doesn't sound like much. And what it was, 
you can walk there. It's not that far. Yeah. Like, it's like about, like... If a few, you had too many beers, you just walk home. Yeah, yeah. like a 10, 15-minute yeah. walk there. So, yeah. like, what? Two, three-minute drive? Well, we hauled her home. Yeah. She had Bluetooth drive shafts, yeah. and Mitch hauled me home. Yeah. So... No, you hauled me. That's right. Because I was like, you've done a lot of work over the last few days. You should, uh, you should definitely be the one to drive her home. And I don't remember... Because we had it running, so we had steering and lots of brakes. Yeah, we had steering, brakes. We just didn't have any drive shafts. And I was actually quite impressed on how you did it. <coughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I say I pulled you home and chips. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, the other. It was a. It was. It was an interesting experience, but I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I brought home a JKU, I'd ton it right away. If we were off roading it. And it was like, oh god, no. <laughs> I love did the hesitation. See, did you see the look of fear yeah, the, across his face? Look of, of like fear and like, oh no, I don't. Uh, we better. I think this is him going. Gosh, she needs like, to learn how to weld. Can she just get a Rubicon and <laughs> no Simmons? Amateurs. No. <laughs> Rubicon is worth its weight, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, if you had like a shrink ray. I read an article the other day actually. It said Willie's is the one for Jeep enthusiasts, which I thought was interesting. That's bullshit. I got one, and I should have got a Rubicon. It said for most enthusiasts that Rubicons were overrated and it should go with the wheelies. And I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, where are they like, wheeling? Are they like it? Uh, so in, in Ontario, Rubicon is the way to go. But also, too, it depends if realistically, if you have a two door or a four door, you know, look at Ken's wheelies yeah. compared to your wheelies. Yeah. The wheelbase makes a world of difference. Yeah. And he's two point three he's got a inches. Left. No, he's two point three inches he's longer a, than me. Yeah. Wheelbase. And he's got Wheelbase a spring left in his. Yeah. Well, all we need to know is when they bought their Rubicon. Yeah. And then they 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 stepped into a Willys after. Yeah. And she's like, "Why is this not wheeling the same?" Well, that was her thing. She was yeah. just like, "Oh my god, I miss my Rubicon. It wheeled so much nicer than this." And she's like, "I miss the lockers." Lower transfer case. That lower. is huge. Yeah. I think the JLs are fairly beefy. Yeah. Fairly I think heavy. You got you got a good. They got a lot of electronics in them. Like, especially compared to yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. well, all right. Look at your doors compared to my doors. Well, here. here yeah. Are, yeah. You, you picked up my doors and you're like, why are these so heavy? Yeah. Electric motors. Electric motors. Yeah. And that's, I specifically wanted a Jeep without power windows. Nice. Because I didn't want to have to lift the the motor. I'm mildly I'm like, happy I have stupid. power motors. I'm sorry. It, it's, With four it's doors. Convenient. It's, it's, it's very convenient. It's very convenient. Yes. I'll admit that. But it's. But, but wait. I like the simplicity oh. of mine. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, compared from the YJ doors com- to the JKs, yeah. like, they're polar opposites. And I love that I don't have so many electronics that when I eventually do do an engine swap, whether it's an LS or whatever, I don't have That's to. Be an LS. I, probably. <laughs> but I don't, I can, I can cut out everything Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Like, and get rid of the gauges. I don't need any of the electronics. There's nothing in there that I'm tied, like, that needs, you need for the vehicle to run. Mm-hmm. And anything that is. It's already been thought out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can do a little bit of research and walk right into something that's painless yeah. almost. Yeah. That's what I do have to look at. And, like, gauges. I can, I can get a freaking Android tablet and that plug it into the OBD2 port. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I was going to touch on was how many times have we asked uh, the newer JL folks, hey, is this thing in low range? Yeah. Because the 272, that sounds like a gear that we're all familiar with. But uh, it just doesn't want to just doesn't want to climb up with a full load of people and mm-hmm. all the stuff that you got in it through the mm-hmm. days of bench, aftermarket tires, larger tires on the stock gears, like yeah. it all adds up to a little bit more try. Yeah. Well, even his weight, com- I know, like your weight compared to my weight, 
being the four door to the two door you know yeah. like that that was a huge weight difference and i was running bigger tires than you at that point in time like at that point in time, i i was a lot heavier than you were yeah yeah you know slightly so, heavier now i am way just, heavier just a little now. bit just a little bit. I remember running it over the scales and taking a look at it, and I was like... Your ass got a little bigger in the last few years. It has gotten really big. She's got a nice ass yeah. on her, I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, I remember going... Uh, I went to the dump, because I just... I'm like, I have to know. Mm-hmm. And I made sure I had planned it, that I had like... Half had a my, bag of garbage. Yeah, pretty much. I had leaf bags, so it was free. Yeah. I'm smart. No, I did... Um, so I did... Um, I had my rails on, I had my bumpers on. I wasn't carrying the spare, but I had like all my good bits on yeah you know i had all my summerness on and i went through and i'm like she's like you're good to go i'm like can i have a receipt because i really want to see my weight and she's like absolutely she handed me my weight and i was like oh <laughs> i'm like oh, Bertha, that got, that got away got on me heavy. <laughs> well, the horsepower didn't go off yeah yeah weird how that happens yeah eh? no 20, 28 27 but that's that's also a, a uh, an advantage of doing the tons over 44s and 37s or pushing it to 40s or whatever is now you have those bigger brakes absolutely that can handle that as long as you get a booster that's and a master to flow the fluid yeah i just say we do probably Cause, still cause get the, back into looking into something like that because the early jk at the one inch bore later model jk inch and 16th yeah and the j8s inch and an eighth yeah. So that's the next level. Well, we couldn't find any J8s. Like, no, that's what we I remember, wanted to yeah, do, yeah. but we couldn't find anything. Because the, uh, as far as I know, the JKs <laughs> are one of the last holdouts of a standard SAE fitting. Everything else is all metric. Okay. So if you say to yourself, oh, well, you got a big Cummins, why don't you just use one of those? Well, some cases, the fittings for the, the bore is on yeah. the opposite side okay. compared to the ABS module. Yeah. And they're not 3 8 and 7 16s. It's like M10 and M11. Mm. So no big deal. Just get fittings. But they're on the other side. You're like, if I just wait for the right one, you just pull this out, <laughs> put this other one in, yeah. fill it up with fluid, bench bleed it, fill it up with fluid, and the Jeep done. But you yeah. know what would be great, though? Is that like we could, instead of doing a J8 kit on uh, your XJ when we ton it, you'll be able to use one out of a Ram. Because it, uh, maybe. Yeah, I imagine the Cherokee would be metric. It would be. It's funny because it's all cast iron thing now, yeah. and you're just like, what? "What is this from a buggy? Like, <laughs> this should be a single pot master cylinder." I think in '67 they went to dual, but yeah, isn't that funny? No, but that may be something that we need to look into. We haven't really, we haven't looked into doing the XJ. Like we have started to, we've sourced our axles. We've got at least one of the axles. We've got a front. A front. Yeah. Already, and the 14s come up on occasion. Yeah, so we're keeping our yeah. eye out for a 14, but we're not like actively searching. Um, but yeah, that's definitely going to be our next big project other than we're planning on doing an engine swap i was going to say the tdi is so cool i was just say we have a tdi for and then it's in the still, extra yeah yeah it's still lightweight yeah like i've heard of even talking about um people saying about doing a, a larger tdi in, in Sarah's. well with all that new rolling mass is a tdi strong enough so the thing is it will do it but it will do it in short bursts because you think about it you're you talking about me or for him for him Oh, that's a good oh, point. Yeah. But the thing is, an with an exhaust gas temperature gauge and the right airflow and not... And your your gear ratio, like your, your gearing yeah, is... it's going to be... It's not going to be working on the trail, but on the road, getting to the trail. Yeah, it's going to be up in the RPM a little bit. Like, it's yeah. nothing for my Jeep to be going down the road with the 4 liter, 2200 RPM. Yeah. So that's right in, like, a good boost, good airflow. You're not really crazy on the sonar pressures, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, like, your Jeep at 55, 5600 pounds or whatever... 
Well, Mike Cummins is 61. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a difference. Well, that was my uh, my big thing when we talked about engine swaps. Yeah. Is uh, you were looking at the 4BT. Um, I think you said once. I think we saw a JKU with a TDI in it down one of our trips down to the states. It was a 4BT, and then of course the 2.8. Yeah, but I think we saw one with a TDI, and I my comment was is I'm like I don't think that even when we were stock or stockish stock axles, there you go, when we were stock axles. I wasn't going to get any better than what I have right now. Yeah, just mm. better fuel economy, maybe. Yeah, and that's my big thing right now. Because, like, I can't pass people. Yeah, no. Well, you can if you want to wring the crap out of it. <clears throat> if I'm going downhill and I have a wind behind me, I might be able to pass somebody doing that. Yeah, 60, well, 70. I had to push you up a couple of hills coming back from Peterborough, so. That's right. You yeah. Did. I think I, uh, I texted... <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I wasn't texting. I, uh, I, Nick and I were just like, I was like, I've diverted all power from the thrusters, and I was just like, <laughs> don't push me. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> texting from Mexico, yeah. No, I was like, I'm doing the best I can. Just leave me alone. You're right. I'm no, trying and hard. Like, and that's something, too. Like, you know, Highway 35, where it's nice and oh, heavy yeah. and stuff. That's something that we consider. And, like, silly things, too. Like, the mm -hmm. overdrive off button is all, like, coffee gunked up, right? Yeah. So if I was to clean that get that working better and you can plan a little bit but i think that's where we talked about the manual yeah it's okay there's a big hill coming perhaps a fifth gear out of six maybe a fourth gear out of six yeah give her and then you can, give her a you can say okay chance. there's 2500 there's three thousand, yeah. and we just carry on but uh, since you've got the axles i mean a uh, 6pt and so you don't even have to you don't even have to worry about that you don't even have to think about it so the thing is you wouldn't have to worry about much firewall either like have you heard of a doghouse in a minivan that's what that would end up being and and <laughs> so there's a whole lot of there, room there is there. a lot that we keep going back to this i want a 12 valve i would like to have a little bit of chips again we have to do a whole podcast on chips because chips is our own animal you gonna, entirely you're gonna do the one two hmm? you can do the one two what do you mean the one two compound oh oh, oh well well that was that would be something that was the discussion. If we I did think a, the, a decent, uh, a decent high dollar single turbo would be excellent. No, Ooh. we talked about doing the, uh, the when we talked about four BTs. Yes, because the four BTs. And I said if we're four BTing, then I think we should twin turbo it. Yeah. And that was something that we. And get the airflow up with a can. Yeah, like we're actually, if we do get yeah. a four BT, we're going to do it proper. Yeah. And we're going to do it probably very similar to chips, just with the the four. The four BTs, they're hard to find, but they fit. Yes, yeah, but they're so hard to find, though. They like, are hard to find. We would probably have to go stateside and find something. Because even if you look for something that was in a skid steer or piece of equipment or something, like they're just. But you have the issues with the pumps and everything yeah. like that, and what's limited at. And then what else were they in? Like old bread vans, and generators. That's, that's yeah. the ideal. Yeah. yeah, the bread vans is the only real on-road application yeah. that you can come across. I thought there were Savannah vans too. Well, it wouldn't be a Savannah van. I, no, I don't. I don't know. But uh, again, American. Like I said, you can see them for you know five thousand monopoly dollars. Yeah. But you'd have to get them shipped back. Yeah. Or you go down and you buy two, so you can sell one to your friend <clears throat> yeah. to help pay for the offset the yeah. cost. Yeah. But again, too, if I'm going to buy it for five thousand, I think that was taxes, and then of course uh, to get it back here, any kind of duty or something, you'd have to charge seven or better just mm. to make it worth it. And when you look online now, uh, sixteen thousand dollars for a brand new a brand new one. Now that's the hottest one. That's a P pump intercooled and Jesus Christ! Is that the so, uh, the four BT or is that the R two point eight? That's the four B. No, the the two point eight. I think with a transmission will get you up that. I think high. I'm gonna stop bitching about my twelve hundred dollar five threes. 
And that's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's going to say, or like $2,000 six liters. Yeah. Yeah, take my money. Yeah. But uh, but the that's where, like you were saying, you could get a really good solid running six cylinder and soak up the the whole fact that your Jeep's going to be down longer, do more metal work, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and get a sick transmission like that aluminum TR4050. I like the MV4500. Well, that's what this is, only nicer. I know. Shifts faster. <laughs> so then you could have a nice quick responsive turbo and the nice granny gear first, yeah. blah, blah. And then just bang shift from there. Where you go. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> now, now you're now you're talking sixty. Then we just keep 60, yeah sixty one hundred pound Jeep like. Oh, she's gonna be a heavy girl. She is a heavy girl now. So, and we're not even carrying a spare. That's something we got to do this yeah. year. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year's we'll do a bumper for it. Yeah, sorry, basket. basket. Say Dad's got that yeah, because your spare carrier is it a little. It theoretically can carry a forty. <laughs> That's what it's supposed yeah. to say. It can carry yeah. a 40. That's Our biggest thing and why we have no idea if it does is because it doesn't actually, the um, where it bolts into yeah. is not actually the correct bolt pattern. Yeah. yeah it's, it's built a for a JK. Three. Yeah, it's built yeah. for, but it's a three and there's there's no way in hell we could even get it close to fitting. Yeah, like if you made Well, you can put, you just fab up a mount. Fab up a mount. We could fab up a mount, but like to what end? We're going to fab up a mount and then be like, oh, we don't really like how it weighs on the tailgate. Yeah. Well, even those light 35s that you had. Which were I well to say look at look at when we hooked a trailer up to it how it how the actual whole bumper went like that yeah so you're going down the road over summer with the forty hanging off the back yeah up high so it's 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 torquing on that like you're you're mm-hmm. gonna yeah. I yeah. I agree it'd be nice to come up with something else but uh, <clears throat> we talked about a basket style I think that's the one we keep coming back to basket style would be nice because then you can lay it down you don't have to try and lift that forty from up here yeah down or back up. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, I guess we've just been really lucky. But yeah, so it never ends. There's always something extra to do. Yeah. And uh, But then we talked about having a little crawl box in the auto because the auto has that little tail shaft extension. Yeah. And you say to yourself, wouldn't that be so neat? But then the least favorite part of that whole Jeep is the damn automatic. <laughs> yeah. It is nice. Like, it is easy to drive. It's yeah. smooth. Yeah. But everything you bitch about that Jeep, it's, okay, low on power, doesn't have a lot of torque. And that, that automatic with the, the in, inconsistent shifting and the tall overdrive. Yeah. It's and it always fa- wants to go in overdrive, always. Yeah. I was just saying, like, you'll be barely doing 60 and she locks into overdrive and the Jeep just makes this god-awful mm. angry sound. Mm. And it's just... <sighs> yeah. So we talked She's about... She's senile. She can't make her own decisions. So that's why she needs yeah. to be a standard. And you gave her new shoes anyway. Yeah, I gave Dancing her new shoes. shoes. Yeah. So she's all good parts underneath. <laughs> so a lot we of did stuff the, under skirt. Yeah. So we touched on the front axle. Yeah, we touched on the front axle. Kind of touched on the suspension. You got Rubicon Express springs, right? Yeah, Rubicon Express springs. Uh, Barnes homemade long arm. Yeah. Um, do it yourself kit. Yeah. Do it yourself kit, but like yeah. the joints are Barnes. Um, uh, the cross member is Barnes, and the one rear arm is Barnes. Yeah. TMR trusses because they were available locally. Yeah, I was just and saying, it's we a local do, company. We tried to do yeah. as much local as we can. Yeah. Um, we got our Dawn from TMR. Yeah, that was the thing because shipping all that stuff was insane. Oh yeah, yeah no doubt. So that's why we we literally tried to get as much yeah. as we could from here locally. And like I said, we welded and machined and did whatever we could up here. There yeah. was I was just say there was a lot of work because we did belt sanding for a while. We did a lot of grinding. We went through so many flap decks because it wasn't even funny. Are you talking about the axle cleaning? Yeah, the axle cleaning and stuff like so, that. So 
<clears throat> all, all of that, like all the axle cleaning and whatnot, was as much as you did necessary or was as much as you did more to your specifications? Mm, both. Like, can you get away with doing less? Not on the front, I don't think. No, eh? Because like, you, you need to, for, to put the truss and the... I was going to say yeah. the truss and all the brackets and some yeah. of the nicer ones, like, like the Barnes one, it's mm -hmm. all keyed together. So it, it's yeah. like it either keys together and it fits... Or it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you got to cut pieces of cast off. You got to smooth it all together. And you're right. Like, if you looked at it, you would say that <laughs> somebody went over the top and smoothed this part and yeah. that part and this and the other. But, uh, but then you can. You're, you're already, it's already a part and you're doing it. So you might as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there shouldn't be any scars. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, and like uh, preheating the axle. That was a trick that we learned. That was online. a huge thing, is preheating mm -hmm. the axle. So when we did the 60, we made sure to have the torches. We made sure to have fiberglass blankets to, to wrap it up. Yeah. And again, this, could, this could be a bone of contention and stuff, but we knew we were doing all new seals. We knew we were doing all new bearings. So yeah. everything came out of the axle. I say it was completely bare when we did it. Yeah. But uh, same thing with the knuckles on the outside. Mm -hmm. and, and again, like we don't have the hydraulic ram assist, but the steering is held up very well. And honestly, I know it's the whole thing of like turning the 40s with a finger. I mean... For stock steering with no assistance, I don't actually find it that bad to steer. She's very light in the steering. Yeah, the steering box itself is just a little bit looped out. Oh, yeah, steering box is looped. But we do have the PSC downstairs, which I'm excited to put on and have a discussion about that. Because yeah. it's a yeah. completely new thing for us to tackle. We haven't even really looked at it very much. Because it's a whole system, and that's yeah. why we went with it. So, yeah, what do you have? Like hydro assist or just a new steering box? or? So it's a new steering box, reservoir, lines... And the ram. assist, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, and the ram and everything. So yeah. it's hydro assist. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's why we never bothered with the steering stabilizer. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, if you have <sighs> steering, steering stabilizer, you don't, don't fix death wobble. You don't need a steering stabilizer. If things are in good shape. If, if things are pro working proper, steering stabilizers help a little bit with bump steer. That's it. <laughs> they don't fix death wobble. <laughs> that's what I said. They don't fix death no. wobble. Well, we, uh, we had the YJ here. Just uh sorry. Hello. Time lapse. A little time lapse here. We're just going to jet out. We had a YJ here yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was on a trailer. Um, it was going pretty much to its death, unfortunately. Oh. It's going to be rebuilt. We'll see how it goes. 20 years ago, it, was, it got put into a field. Yeah, oh. to be. And it's going that's to be. That's the Laredo, right? Yeah, that's oh, the Laredo. so nice. But you were just like, oh, I think it's actually, uh, I think it might be the um, the, the stabilizer. I think the stabilizer like, might like, be seized. Yeah, I'm both those. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can, um, no, you're like, I can unbolt that one. And I'm like. I'm looking under, I'm like, there's two. <laughs> and then you're like, you and Gerga are like, oh my God, there's another one. <laughs> I'm like, one's this? not enough. And I'm like, it's okay. He probably doesn't have death wobble now. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sorry it, if that hurts anybody's feelings. Stabilizers do not fix death No, wobble. but they do look cool. They do look cool. Yeah. 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 The 90s with the pink shock absorber boots. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. 90s right now, man. <laughs> Chrome strings. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we covered a little bit about what went into the front, uh, welding on the truss, yeah. you know, doing all that. Um, drive shafts, got them local. Yep. Yeah, that's... Greasable. Yeah, you just what take the measurement, send it off to the uh, driveline shop and say, here's my money, make me a shaft. Yeah, so they have... Uh, that's they pretty have much a, how it went. They yeah. have a kit, apparently. They have a kit that has a double carton or a constant, whatever you want to call that. And then it has a little piece of tube and then it has a slip yoke, slip spline, whatever. And then the lower joint and then you just say, okay, here's my flange face to flange face or center to center. Yeah. And then they say, okay, yeah, that will work. And then Bob's your uncle. And I think yours are within an inch. Not really. 
They're a nice drive shafts. They hurt extensively. Prepare yourself. Oh, like well, money wise? Money wise. Oh god, they hurt yeah. a lot. I had one I had the TJ one rebuilt and it was enough because they had to cut the end off. Because whoever had it before drove it for too long and the centering pin on the in the double card in anyway, that ball uh, bearing, the centering pin was all wiped out. So they had to cut that off, put a new one on, yeah. rebuild everything. And it it wasn't cheap, but it's... Well, you're done. You're, yeah, you're, you're done. Stuck. I was just saying it's local. And I yeah. went over and picked them up and you were able to put start working on putting them in. Yeah, and know? I was talking to the guy who was doing it. Like I could have, could have probably ordered an Adams drive shaft yeah. for the same price. Plus shipping on top, but I got these local yeah. and, and just local. as good a job. Exactly. And they um, and they had and they were familiar, which was nice. And it came to putting the uh, because the JKs have that flange on the transfer case, mm-hmm. so we needed actual yokes. And they knew exactly. And they also yeah. said, "Hey, don't forget to put a little uh, RTV on it, like just little things like that." Yeah. I see the guys are really good there, and they know us really well. And like when we come in with stuff, they're. Yeah. They they talk to you. They tell you what you're looking at, yeah. you know, and everything like that. Yeah. They're really they good. explain it out. Like they don't just say, "Here's the price. Deal with it." Yeah, yeah. Here's the price because. Yeah. True. Or even just asking questions. Like I know that sounds really weird for like you guys, but like definitely being a woman in the industry. Yeah. Like to go in and have a conversation with somebody, and they actually sit down and have a conversation with you. Yeah. And they're listening to what they you're saying. They don't treat you like a woman. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, this is not how this is going to work because this, like, this is what we're using it for. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, like when we were uh, doing uh, the white shafts, you know, and I went in. He was like, well, "What are you using it for?" And I told him. He was like, "Oh, these ones aren't going to work." Let me go check and grab the other ones. Oh, you know. Yeah, we learned the difference between the 1350 joints. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between a drive shaft joint and a steering joint. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. we were learning so in current internal clips and external clips. Oh, okay. Because they make a joint to go from mm-hmm. 1350 to 1310. Huh. So it's really like, cool, interesting, interesting things learning that. Yeah. And they took the time to to mention it to me. Yeah, and we had a discussion about it, and then he was looking up information for me, and we were talking about it. You mean it. he didn't want to talk to your husband? No, I have that a few times. (laughs) The only time that we have any kind of stumping is when we did the Dana 60 gears in the front, I wanted to get away from crush sleeve. I just, I thought, hey, you know, the pounding on and off, let's just get rid of the crush sleeve. Take the time, set it up without a seal, make sure there's no float and uh, and go from there, right? Set up your preload and away you go. Well, if if you are in the business of doing stock for stock and not, um, in the aftermarket as much, you know, like doing the stuff that we're into. Mm-hmm. When when one of the guys was mentioning to his supplier, he said like, okay, I'm doing this, I need the crush sleeve eliminator. That sounded ridiculous because apparently it's not a Ford thing. That is an old Dana 61 thing, Dana 71 thing, like all the old, yeah, like, you know, first gen stuff. They had crush sleeve eliminators, I don't know, whatever. But anyhow, moral story was I had to find that local. I had to find that elsewhere. So yeah. it is what it is, but yeah. that, uh, yeah, I learned a hell of a lot in that. I, didn't I was just say, yeah. you and I learned a lot. Uh, it was a really interesting process. Um, we have two young kids, so trying to get out there and do the work, it was very much um, uh, a trade-off, wasn't it? It was just like, well, if you're going to look after the kids, I'm going to go out and grind a bit, yeah. you know? And yeah. it was, um, my our youngest was young at the time yeah. and needed a lot of my attention. Yeah. Plus, we're in the middle of COVID. I had Ashton at school, yeah. online at home. So, yeah. like, that was a lot as well. And it was, yeah. we have a few minutes. Let's go out and <laughs> grind a little bit. Yeah. Like, we had everything yeah. set up. Just essentially, you could walk out, grind, and come back in. Yeah. yeah. You know? And 
Yeah, burn up a disc and call it. Yeah, I know that feeling whenever I was doing the TJ. It was the same thing. I'd get a couple of minutes, go out there, work, and then come back in. And mm-hmm. everything, like, you just, everything drops where you, where you yeah. leave it. So that when you come back out, you just pick up and go. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, cleaning up is, is actually the worst. Yeah, it is. Because you take more time. Because you, if you got 10 minutes, you, you spend 10 minutes getting shit out. And then you got to put it all away. And all of a sudden, you're running into overtime. Yeah. And you haven't done anything yet. Yeah. I do find that... Uh, there's many projects if we got a few projects on the go it's like okay well we got an hour before we have to do something whatever that something may mm-hmm. be and it's like how do you manage that time how do you say okay well i know my 10 minute job's take an hour that's just yeah, something I've yeah. learned. <laughs> okay so if it's going to take me an hour and then you know the kiddos are outside running around you got to keep a bit of an eye on them but in the same breath you want to get something done and then it's a problem you haven't encountered before and then the average do-it-yourself has to work through that yeah and it's just like what am I doing here? Okay, what am I doing? Okay, stop. Don't hit your brother. Okay, now. <laughs> you know, like that's the yeah. stuff. So I, I do look forward to not dealing with that as much, but I'm going to miss it. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. It was just, uh, it was interesting. I'm really now, excited. When you guys did the, the actual swap, you had the benefit of having a hoist to use. Um, yeah. Is it doable without a hoist? One axle at a time, maybe. I was just yeah. saying one axle at a time because we did chips without a hoist. Like, can you do? You can't put it up on jack stands and just drop both axles and. I somebody could if they were brave. You could. I feel like well, depend on how you did the suspension too. Well, like uh, I could not put a price on that hoist. Yeah. When we were cutting that upper link off, mm-hmm. like cut, cutting that upper link mounts off on yeah. the front, and uh, and then I. We put it in there and we're kind of tacking it all into place and it says once you've mounted it and you got to put some shim in a little washer so it doesn't crush the the joint and you got to weld the top of the bracket and all this other stuff and then you put it all together and you're cycling the arm and you kind of figure out where it's going to be in line and you're like oh now it's into the exhaust yeah. well doing all that on your yeah. back would be a bugger mm, yeah. so i'm sure there's there's guys out there that are far more skilled <laughs> and talented and, and resilient yeah. But, uh, so what you're saying is I should wait until I have access to a hoist. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a little bit. We're working on it. You (laughs) might have to power the hoist up with a drill, which will get to the top. Yeah. But that, I think that was probably the biggest thing that we did because my Jeep was a daily driver. Yeah. Is we had pretty much everything ready to go. As much as we could think of. We, yeah. Like, I felt like we had as much as we could. We had that issue where the rims needed, what, a half inch spacer. Yeah, so running, because we couldn't run the 18s. Yeah, we couldn't run the Because the, the uh, was very much a suck-in style, oh, yeah. run, like a factory yeah. run. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. run the 17s because the contact in the arms, I was just the saying steering was, arms that we had welded on. Yeah, so that was an issue. Because you think about where the arm is, well, it's not in the center anymore. It's up yeah. a little bit. So yeah. if it's up a little bit, now it's... it's no, no, now you're into that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it now, it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, so. but that's with a half-inch spacer. I remember I drove down to far away. I yeah. took the kids in the car and I nicked down there and I, I bought um, a set of spacers off a of dually. Um, <laughs> interesting fun fact, uh, duallys and single wheels are different bolt patterns, just so you know. Yeah, so the Sarah is, yours is 8 on 170. Yeah, and this is like... 8 on 200. I was just say 8 on 200 or, or whatever. Made, so do you have to make your own bolt pattern out of those spacers? or? So, so we, we didn't. didn't. Uh. We ordered like disc spacers essentially, yeah. so there was and then they didn't fit, and we had issue or not. They, it's not that they didn't fit; they're they weren't a tight fit. So okay. more of the story, yeah. we ended up taking some half inch plate. Yeah, and having uh, having one them of our blasted out, finished machining, 
fits like a glove. Yeah. I should say one of our and they all, our sponsors. Mm. And they also fit where you can check each each bolt pattern. You don't oh, have yeah. to just put them on. So, oh, nice. yeah, so that's different. Because we yeah. wanted to make it so if anybody takes that tire off, they put it right back on. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what was great about it. And the rear, uh, being the GM, eight mm-hmm. on six and a half, aluminum spacer. Yeah. The two um, inch. Two inch, yeah. No yeah. inch and a half. Because I remember the studs were too long. That's right. The studs were too long. We had to cut those down. That was something else we learned. Mm. Stock studs. I had to nip the studs down. Oh, Oh, wow. There's just, it was, we learned a lot. There was a lot of random things that you wouldn't think you were going to encounter. Yeah. And encountering them. Because remember you, I was there when you, and um, you were doing that. And uh, trying to put the, like, we put the spacers on and I'm like, they're not fitting. You know, or we get them to fit or something like that. And then the rim wouldn't fit. And trying to see behind a big 40 with a yeah. 17 on it, trying to look around, trying to see why it's not fitting. Yeah. You know, that was... Yeah. Hmm. And then the um, uh, there's company... Okay, what was the other thing, too? Um, running the ABS. Yeah, we don't have ABS. You know, like, the Woo! you have the ABS <laughs> sensors, and you can buy, you know, online, they talk about putting Dodge sensors in the front. That's perfect. And the tone rings and everything like that. Yeah, so then it's like um, the, you can just tell the computer what's your, your pulses per revolution or whatever. And then there's kits to have little brackets on in the back where you machine out the little um, caliper bracket. You stick this thing on, but then you got to machine the hub down so you can fit this tone ring on. There's all these things. Yeah. That, you know, or how about those one-off? Um, I forget who makes them now, but it's an e-brake cable that goes from the GM axle to the JK hand brake. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. yeah all these little things, you know. Yeah, you just a little ticky-tacky thing. Yeah, we buy we buy a nice aftermarket, uh, you know, diff cover. It doesn't fit? Yeah. Oh, because you bought one for a shaved. We didn't shaved, know. Shaved, not shaved. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it was a shaved, not shaved. Like, it was it was an interesting one that didn't... S- stick out from the axle, the shaved, <coughs> but it was a whole full, full-size yeah. diff. So it wasn't really? a shaved, it was a shaved gear set, not oh. an actual shaved diff. So it was an error. <coughs> and they, they got us a new one, no problem. Yeah, yeah, they got us a new one. They were fantastic to deal yeah. with. But uh, Again, so a local-ish company? Canadian company. Canadian company. Ontarian company. Yeah. Local-ish. Local-ish. It was a... Uh, Within a day's drive. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. In Toronto, it's a day drive there there and back. It was a there long and drive, and there was quite a few instances St. coming St. Thomas from. there, out of, right? Norfolk. Norfolk, yeah. Flatland. Oh, and, uh, and the reason, yeah, uh, one of the reasons why we went with the 14 was we had heard that the gas tank interference yes with absolutely with the sterling right yeah yeah, yeah. but so the that sterling was a no-brainer because it comes in the same truck that the front axle yeah 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 but definitely but i have that's so that's why jk guys will often run a tj tank okay in a yeah. uh 60 sterling nice it's because of the the interference it is a cool how much name. would you get yeah. for the stuffing though would it still be an issue you're talking about like when the axle comes out yeah I don't know. Well, you could just stretch your two door. Well, that's what I was thinking. Just, just stretch that out a little bit. And yeah, and now it's only drive shaft. Yeah, uh, you need a drive shaft anyway. I was saying he needs drive shafts anyway. So yeah. I mean, like it all works out. Yeah, it's all starting to come together. A plan, yeah. grand plan, coming together, coming apart. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's it. Eh? And I, I don't really yeah. know what else. She's a beast. No, I there's, her. there's. I'm sure there's lots of other things that we'll probably touch on. Oh, absolutely. The future, there's all sorts of different things and last minute shocks. You know, we yeah. bought two frets, sets of front shocks. Oh, sweet. Great yeah. for the rear. Yeah, yeah, we went to go put the rears in, and they didn't fit. And yeah. we were ordering. We were sitting at our buddy's place ordering shocks, and just yeah. yeah. Mm. 
So when we ever need to replace fronts, we have another set downstairs. and Yeah, or the next person who's like, I'm doing a one-time swap. Hey, I got something to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, Great uh, price. Yeah. I feel like we did Pre-COVID pricing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess there's a learning prog- progress for us, but I don't even know if I'd go back, you know, like... No. Because uh, I've still got those leather axles. They're still good for the next build, whatever that build may be. Something yeah. lighter, you know? Oh, definitely something lighter. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a whole other dream build day. Yeah, so I guess I'll have I to have touch a list. back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to need a lot of axles. Yeah. I was going to say, so even just, just to bring yours up to speed there, like uh, doing a little trans trans rehab, you know? Yeah, we got to do the torque converter. Torque converter, like shift kit. Yeah. And uh, PSC just system. Bench or long, yeah, O rings. And then the, uh, uh, locker install, O-ring locker injectors. cable. Oh, yeah, more mechanical stuff, not fun stuff. Yeah, yeah fun no, stuff. not fun stuff, maintenance not fun stuff. stuff. Maintenance yeah. stuff. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been pretty good. She's not, it's getting warmer, so she's not as bad. Yeah, yeah. smells like gas. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, really, that's it. Uh, that's all. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I, I think that's a good... Uh, yeah, I can run through specs quick, though. Okay, yeah, sure. 2011 JK on with a 3.8 automatic. Uh, we have 538s in the front with a 0506. We'll go 0506, super duty front end, um, ox locker, uh, long armed with a Barnes DIY kit, um, aftermarket steering. Uh, to the rear we have uh, Barnes again, we have a 14 bolt out of a GM 07, I think, yeah, 07. Uh, we really need to sit down and do build so we can write down all the mm-hmm. part numbers. Um, open rear, or sorry, limited slip rear end. Again, uh, G80 GovLock. G80 GovLock rear lock, end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to drive. Bang. At all times. Um, yeah. yeah, and she's running on Toyo 40s right now. Maybe 42s in the future. <laughs> Who knows, 50s. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, once I get 40, she's going to have to go 42s because 40 and a half are fine. <laughs> so there was, there was there's someone in the group. I won't disclose who he is as of yet. But there was a discussion of the fact that he wants to... He asked me how big my tires were. <laughs> and I said they were 40s. They measure out to 39.8s. Yeah. And uh, his response was, well, I'm looking at 40.5s. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course you are, sweetheart. Of course you are. I got yeah. you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So, no, it's a... Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, it's always a work in progress. All yeah. our builds are. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel... There's no such thing as done. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to take it apart after this because... We're always going to take shit apart. There's always going to be some reason. Yeah. Well, look, if we if Ox comes out with a 14-bolt locker, that rear end's coming apart. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to tie yourself. Nope. Slide the axles up, pull the cover off. Yeah, Hello. Full, 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 full I love those full-float axles. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, you are setting it up on your back again. But well, yeah. yeah. Well, no, actually, it. you can sit. Yeah. My Jeep sits high enough you can actually yeah. sit underneath it. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. But at least you're not laying on your back. But do you want to... Uh, so you guys are both drinking the same beer tonight. Yeah. So it's a Flying Monkeys Crowd Surf Passion Fruit IPA. The way he was holding that back, I was trying to worry about his eyesight. Well, no, I'm trying to read through because it's as you can old. see, there's a lot of stuff there's going a lot on of in the label. Um, as per all Flying Monkeys beers. But it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's nice drinkable IPA with a little bit of sweetness from the passion fruit, I think. Yeah. I was very boring. I didn't one. drink anything tonight. Yeah. A little bit of floaties, but we're good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Sign nice. off. Hey? Yeah. Sign off. I'll follow. Yeah. Catch us next time. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at WSOTR Jeeps. 
Uh, our email and website is the exact same at gmail and .ca. And uh, give us a like, give us a follow, and uh, see you next time.